mom, I'm going to try to down California, but my parents live in there. Oh, okay. Um, where do you go to school? Thank you. Yeah. Sold out. 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 Can you check the meditation hall? I was just in there 10 minutes ago. I didn't see anybody, but I'll check. The women at least were still in the dorm. Oh, okay. 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 said, I have three chairs in my house, one for solitude, 
two for society. No, two for friendship, three for society. When people come in large and unexpected numbers, they generally stand up to conserve the space. <laughs> mm. Today, with that quotation, he started. Sutta <laughs> <laughs> number nine. Okay. I have enough papers printed, but hopefully some of you can share and look along with each other. Okay. Thank you. That's no, take it, take it, take it, take Close the door. Another somebody else. Okay. Today we start with uh, number nine. Shoot the number nine. And uh, there are some people who have not been to this discussion earlier. So some of the things I had to repeat. Uh, those who have been here before may feel boring. It's okay. Repetition is good so that you can remember things. This discourse also starts in uh, Savati. Then uh, one uh, night, this is this section itself is called Devata Sangyutta. The Sangyutta is the collection of discourses. This collection is uh, collection of discourses of various deities who came in the middle of the night and uh, had discussions with the Buddha and normally they ask a question. Sometimes they uh, have their own uh, conversations and uh, they bring this, their conversation to the Buddha to get uh, clarification. when they were not uh, very clear in the understanding. So, in this uh, Sutta number nine, uh, we see, I read some Pali words, Pali sentences. As I mentioned earlier, this 
originally was uh, two classes, Pali class and Dhamma class. So since these two were not uh, going on well, sometimes we have one or the other, or sometimes we don't have both, so I want to combine both together, so when we miss, we miss both. <laughs> okay. Deity came and Ekamantantitakusadevata Bhagavato Santike Imangatanga Bhasi. The deity came to see the Buddha was standing on one side. This deity recited this verse. Deity here is uh, used, Devata is used for both genders, male and female. Uh, sometimes uh, male, sometimes female, we don't know. But the word is the same for both, male and female. So, to please uh, ladies, we can start female gender. <laughs> she stood to one side and uh, said this, Na manakamas damo idati na monamati asamahitas eko aranye viharang pamato na machudheyas tareya parang. Now, manakamas. One who is fond of conceit. Mana, I mentioned sometimes ago in our discussions earlier, the word mana used in Pali for both conceit and measurement. Measurement we use something to measure something else. So, mana used in, in the sense that we use us to measure others. That is called mana. There are nine ways of measuring. I don't know whether I mentioned them earlier. Nine ways of measuring. That is <coughs> uh, primarily three. They are called Uchamana, Madhyamana, Nichamana. Uchamana means one thinks that he or she is very high, great, better than others in education, in beauty, in strength, in wealth, in achievement in everything, the person, popularity, and uh, so forth and so on, one thinks, I am better than anybody else. I am the best. I am the best. You remember Muhammad Ali after fight, boxing fight, he threw his both hands up in the air and said, I am the strongest. He said, 
for he compared himself with everybody else. And that is called Uchamana. I am the best. Second is Sama Madhyamamana or <coughs> equal. Why should I obey somebody? I am equal. Why should I respect somebody? Because I am equal. There is no high or low. We all are equal. We all are created the same. In God created all of us equally. Created equal. Why should we respect somebody? So my education, my appearance, my strength, my wealth, and so forth and so on, is equal to so-and-so. They target particularly person in the second category, target a person. I am equal to so-and-so. So I should not respect anybody. And the third is, third kind of measuring, is I am lower, low esteem. Think that's called nichamana, always inferiority complex. I am inferior to so and so. Now, if these three multiply by three times past, present, future, we have nine kind of man. So, ne mana kamasa. Kama means fond of, like. Dhamma means uh, taming, restraining. There is no taming here for one fond of conceit. You had that in your paper, I think, your handout. Ne mona mati asamahita se. There is no sagehood for the unconcentrated. Dhamma is taming. Idha means in this world, nati, <coughs> no. Mona, Mona is called Muni. Sometimes he used the word Muni, a sage. The word Muni also is used for, or Mona is also used for silence. Buddha said in uh, Dhammapada, na mone na muni hoti. By being silent, one will not become a muni. Na mone na muni hoti. Mula rupo avidhasu. One would remain silent. By being silent, one will not become a muni. It simply shows his stupidity. 
empty-headedness. There's nothing to say. Head is empty, mind is empty. So by being empty-headed, one will not become a muni. That is, so Buddha played on the word. Anyway, the word is used for both sage and silence, mourning. There is no silence, quietness in the mind in whom who does not have concentration. Samahita means concentrated, asamahita means unconcentrated. When the mind is not concentrated, mind always inside, chip, 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 chip. The chip is working inside, making some kind of conversation, verbalizing, inner debate, inner conversations. This inner conversation, inner debate, verbalizing comes from what the person has seen or heard or through the conversation or something the person has read. All of them are stored in a memory bank. And when we are trying to gain concentration, they start working inside and chip, 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 chip. So there is no concentration. When there is no concentration, this inner verbalizing, conceptualizing, debating, discussion going on. So there is no quietness inner, inside the person who does not have concentration. When we gain concentration, everything inside is calm. No inner verbalizing, conceptualizing. And then inner concentration or inner silence coming from concentration by overcoming what is called in Pali vitakya vichara. Vitakya vichara. Vitakya vichara also are Pali, good Pali terms. Means uh, there are three types of vitakyas. Vitakya means thinking. Three types of thinking. One is called Kama Vitaka, the thinking of sensual pleasures, to see objects, pleasing objects, hear pleasing sound, smell pleasing smells, taste pleasing taste, touch pleasing objects, and think of or say something pleasing, uh, desire or pleasing looking forward to those things is called kāma-vitakka, thinking. Other vitakka is vyāpāda-vitakka, thinking of anger, hatred, arrogance, what you call resentment, thinking of them. I resent so-and-so. 
I hate so and so, this kind of thinking. The third is called vihimsa vitakka, hurting somebody, verbally or physically. Somebody may think of hurting. The opposite of these three are called thought of letting go, nekkhamma sankappa, nekkhamma vitakka, thought of loving friendliness, avyapada vitakka, and thought of non-cruelty, thought of compassion. These are the thoughts. When They all, when we gain concentration, all these wholesome, unwholesome thought, verbalizing stops. Though dwelling alone in the forest, heedless, eku aranye viharang amatto. Eko means one. Ek in Hindi. Eka in Sinhalese. Uh, one, eko, means alone. Aranya means forest. Viharang, vihara is dwelling place, viharang is living, dwelling. Pamatto, heedless, not mindful. Machudheyasa tareya paran. Machudheya is the domain of Mara. Machudheya, death. The realm of death. Para means beyond, going beyond. There is no going beyond the realm of Mara for one living alone in forest, in the in jungle, who is heedless, mindful. One can live in forest thinking that I am living a solitary life. Being solitary in the forest is one thing, but going to forest to live alone, one will go with a companion. So you can live alone, apparently you are alone, but you are with your companion. Who is your companion? Not your shadow. Your companion is your greed, hatred, and delusion. So you go with your companion wherever you go. Sometimes one can live in the society alone. Lot of people around the person, but no companion. No companion. That means free from greed, hatred, and delusion. So, anyway, this is actually not what the deity meant. 
So Buddha put it in a more wholesome way. Manang Pahaya Susamahitasto. Su Samahita. Su Samahita means Buddha put it in a tree. sort of tripod of whole teachings of the Buddha has these three legs. One, which which Buddha said, abandon conceit, manang pahai, abandon conceit, conceit, Deities in manang, mana kamas. Buddha said manang pahai. Pahai means abandoning. Giving up conceit. Su samahita. Samahita means concentrated. Su samahita means well concentrated. Well concentrated. Su chetaso with lofty mind. Sabbadhi everywhere. Vipamutto released, liberated. So, While living alone in the forest, diligent. The deity said, living forest, pamatto, uh, pamatta means negligent or heedless. Buddha put it in a positive way. Appamatto, appamatta means heedful, not heedless. Uh, or diligent. Machudhayas tareya parami, paran, goes beyond Mara's realm. Now, what are the three pillars of Buddha's teaching? Sila, samadhi, panya. By the word, uh, Abandoning conceit, he meant sila, discipline. Can one get rid of our conceit without discipline, without moral training? We cannot. So, abandoning conceit means disciplining oneself Taming one's mind by following moral, ethical principles. That is called sila. You know, sila also has a very beautiful uh, meaning. When you have a crack on the ceiling, you put a sealant, you use sealant, right? Cover this crack. Similarly, when we have a loophole in our own mind, we close it, 
by observing moral, ethical principle. So that's a very good word, therefore, you, to use the word seal. Seal the crack <laughs> of weakness. Seal it. That is number one of the three pillars. Well concentrated, as you hear the word second, concentrated meaning second pillar. What is that? Samadhi, concentration. With lofty mind. Lofty mind means well developed mind. Well developed mind means wisdom or panya. So the three pillars of entire teaching are sila, samadhi, panya, morality, concentration and wisdom. Without these three pillars our building of character, building of life or building our ladder to liberate ourselves from samsara is not possible. And therefore this, uh, three, these three pillars uh, are very important. Sīla, samādhi, panya. Now, next one, next uh, number nine, number ten. We go, you know, after that if there are, if we find repetitions, we skip repetitions and uh, go forward quickly. And after some times I like to skip uh, a part of it and because it is 2,000 page <laughs> book, so we cannot go through the, through every stanza. We avoid repeat repetitions. Now, number ten. This also is very important uh, uh, section. Aranye viharantang viharantanang santanang brahmacharina. Ekabhattam bhunjamanenam mananam kena vannu pasidati. One deity was, uh, you know, puzzled. Uh, when, he, when the deity watched these uh, uh, monks living in forest, they shines. They shines very brightly. So she was wondering, so she asked this question, Aranye, as I mentioned earlier, Aranye means, what is Aranya? Forest. Forest. Aranye. Viharantanang. I mentioned the word Viharanti, Viharati, Vihara. What does it mean? Dwelling. Ah, dwelling. Viharantanang, those 
of who live. Yeah, that's in the word vihara when decline in a viharanta viharanto viharanto is the one who lives so when we decline in cases there are uh, nine cases in Pali uh, nominative accusative uh, instrumental dative uh, ablative uh, possessive genitive vocative like that there are nine cases when we decline Pali in these cases when it comes to the genitive case or possessive case, plural, viharantanam. Viharanta is the noun, one who lives. Viharanto is singular, plural, singular nominative, and so we decline it. When it comes to genitive or possessive, viharantasa viharantanam. This is how it is declining. Genitive case, Vyarantasa, Vyarantana. So, those of who live in forest, Vyaranta, Santanam Brahmacharinam. Sant, Sant means very peaceful. Santiraho, they call it Hindi. Santih, Santih. In Sanskrit, Shanti Shanti in Sanskrit. In English, we call peace, peace, peace. So, Aranti Virandana, Santanam. Santanam, Santan also is used called inside, inner, inside. But here, Santa means peaceful. Brahmacharinam, leading the holy life. <coughs> uh, the word Brahmachari uh, is used in uh, two senses. One is living a celibate life, that is one Brahmachari, and the other Specifically, uh, Brahmachari can be used in Hindu tradition, Buddhist tradition, in any other tradition, the word Brahmachari can be used to mean celibate. Pali Sanskrit word Brahmachari means celibate. But a very specific Buddhist sense, Brahmachari means one who lives in accordance with the Noble Eightfold Path. The Noble Eightfold Path also is called Brahmachari life. That is why at the end of uh, uh, practice in meditation, attaining liberation, uh, one who has attained the liberation would say, Usitam Brahmacharyam. Usitam Brahmacharyam. I have lived holy life. That means I have followed the noble eightfold path. So the word specific Buddhist term 
a Buddhist sense, brahmacharya means noble light for them. Those who those lay people also practice noble eightfold path. In that sense, they are following brahmacharya life. So this deity said to herself, leading the holy life, eating but single meal a day, ekabhattam bhunjamanana. They eat only one meal a day, living in forest. Eka bhattam means, eka as I mentioned earlier, one. Bhatta means rice. Bhat. Bhatta. But rice is the main staple food in India those days, even today. So the word, like uh, in Western terminology, in English you say breadwinner. You eat not only bread, you break the, uh, you know, cheese, but also you bread, you, you win, you earn. Uh, but you gain all kind of things. But generally the term is used as breadwinner, right? Similarly in, in Indian tradition, uh, the word bhat or bhat means any staple food. Single meal, Bhunjamananam, Kena Vannupasidati. How, why is their complexion so serene? Kena by which or why? One means color appearance, pasidati, serene, shining serene. So this was the question. Buddha gave very beautiful answer. What is the Buddha's answer? This applies to everybody, not only those who live in the forest eating one meal, but even if you eat two meals, three meals, this will, uh, will be the answer. Buddha said, Atitan nanu sochanti, napajanti anagatam. Pachupannene apendi tenavannu pasitati. Anagata pajapaya, Atitasanu sochana, etena bala sussanti. Nalova harito duto. Buddha said, Atita means, what is Atita? Pass. Yeah? Pass. Pass, yes. See, that is the advantage of knowing Sinhalese. <laughs> Pali word I used in Sinhalese. Atita is pass. Na anusochanti, na means no, anusochanti means think or sorrow. Sochana means sorrow, sorrowing. Do not sorrow. Over the past, na anusochanti. 
நப்பஜப்பந்தி நாகதான் நஜப்பந்தி ந மீன்ஸ் நோ பஜப்பனு மீன்ஸ் ஓரியிங் ஹேங்கரிங் ஓவர் த அநாகதாங் வாட் இஸ் அநாகதா பாலி although they don't read pali and uh, uh, study pali well they can catch the meaning because it is so close to pali so anagatam pachupannena yapenti pachupanna means present pachupanna யாபந்தி மீன்ஸ் மெயின்டைன்ஸ் இன் த ப்ரசன்ட் மோமெண்ட் மீனிங் தே ஆர் மைண்ட்ஃபுல் தே ஆர் இன் த ப்ரசன்ட் மோமெண்ட் they maintain themselves with what is present this is exactly what we do in mindfulness practice we become mindful of what is happening now not on the past nor the future but what is happening now in a narrow sense broader sense is what is in hand we deal with that that's a wider sense ya penti thena vannu pasiyadati hence they are one color pasiyadati complexion shines or becomes serene pasiyadati shines now the same uh, statement is, is made in several places in uh, there are uh, four discourses called baddeka ratta sutta in majjhimikaya in each suttas these passages are repeated why because they are very very important passages then buddha says anagata pajapaya atitassanu sochana etena bala sussanti nalova harito luto through hankering for the future 
అనాగత పజప్పాయ త్రూ సరోవింగ్ ఓవర్ ద పాస్ట్ అతీతస్సానుశోచన అనుశోచన మీన్స్ సరోవింగ్ ఏతేన బై దిస్ పాలా ఫూల్స్ సుస్సంతి డ్రయప్ నలోవ నల మీన్స్ గ్రీన్ రీడ్ హరిత మీన్స్ గ్రీన్ నల మీన్స్ రీడ్ నలో నల ఇవ ఇస్ నలోవ నల ఇవ నలోవర్ లైక్ రీడ్ వట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ రీడ్ హరితో గ్రీన్ లుతో కట్ డౌన్ ఏదైనా బాగా చూస్తుంది బై హ్యాంకరింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫర్ ద ఫ్యూచర్ సర్వింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద పాస్ట్ pools dry up and wither away like a green reed cut down now that is why buddha asks don't associate with fools where do we find this statement yeah one that dhammapada at least dhammapada another is the end of our chanting by chanting what mangala sutra very famous asevanaacha balana don't associate associate with fools you will dry up like a <laughs> dry like a green reed cut down don't let yourself dry down okay now we go to sutra number 11 and try to finish it eh? okay, i didn't print that eh? i didn't print that you It's didn't only 9 and 10 <laughs> I, i did not expect you to get through these two so quickly eh? yes you expected to go through a little more detail I expected the first one to take you two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have spent two hours for the first time. Maybe it would be a good time for some questions, though. Yes. I think uh, next time make a little more. Yes, I'll make it. Because the next time, next one actually is with uh, more detail. I think this is a good time, actually, as he suggested, for people to ask me questions. so that we can have a lively discussion yes sure so bhante in a nutshell what you said was like being mindful of what you do for some moment everything we do like open a tap you do it with concentration like thinking or you're doing this the water comes out so just in a present moment to achieve what yeah 
Actually, be mindful of what is happening now, because now not only one thing happens, many, 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 many things happen, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. In the mind. In the mind and uh, even in the body. So whatever is happening in the mind and body now, be, pay, be mindful of it, pay attention to it. However, there are more than one thing happening in the mind as well as in the body. Both may be simultaneously. Many things happen simultaneously. So how can we be mindful of all of them at the same time? You cannot. Therefore, learn to be, learn to gain concentration. Now concentration and mindfulness, that is why, go together. When you gain concentration, everything is slowly, 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 slowly narrowed down. Then you gain one-pointedness. When the mind gains one-pointedness or concentration, what is called eka agata, eka agata, eka means one, agga means end. So they both, the entire mind comes to one point. At that time, you can see among all, among countless things happening, you can pick, the mind can pick one particular object at one time. But Unfortunately, that object slips away. Next one comes. That also slips away. Next one comes. That slips away. Next one comes. Among countless things, concentrated mind can pick one at a time. Until such time, paying attention to one thing would be somewhat difficult. But that is the training. Training. You see, it's very interesting if you look at the mind. When you try to pay attention to many things at the same time, you cannot pay attention to any. It is just like trying to grab the whole heap of apples. This very big heap of apple. You try to grab all of them. But perhaps nothing, none of them you can grab. All slip away. Say, for instance, um, you uh, say, suppose you massage your leg, hand, massage your Massage, like this. You want to count one, two, three, at the same time you remember something. The mind goes there for a while. You forgot. You forgot the count. Why? Mind is not there on the count. Mind is not on the count. Mind is on something else. Why? 
because you do not pay, atten- pay total attention to this counting. So when you move your hand from here to here, pay attention and you see every fraction of a second as hand is moving, certain feeling arises and vanishes. And again feeling arises, vanishes. Feeling arises, vanishes. So from here to here, feeling arises many, 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 many times and disappears. So what do we learn from that? Impermanence. Impermanence. Seeing impermanence as it is, is a very, very good awareness or understanding of or practicing mindfulness, understanding of what is happening. Uh, because everything is always changing, always changing. So is impermanent impermanency is changing, like you focusing on one thing and then something else interrupts you, is that the part that's impermanent? That's also, because the attention is not in one place, hmm. attention therefore is not permanent. Right. Attention itself is impermanent. But when we gain concentration, attention, you can pay on one thing. As it is moving, your awareness, your attention also is moving along with that. And then your understanding of impermanence becomes very strong and clear and sharp. In order to gain this awareness of impermanence, we keep trying to pay attention to one thing at a time. Another is, uh, you have, uh, you pay attention to a mental state, uh, say, uh, certain mental state arises, say, you have little uh, uh, insight insight arises. If you don't pay attention to that insight, that insight will disappear. Suppose, more commonly actually, more than insight, what appears in the mind more often is defilement, desire. Desire for certain things arises in the mind. At that time what happened? Our concentration goes haywire, no more concentration. So we understand as soon as desire rises, concentration disappears. Anger rises, concentration disappears. And then jealousy rises, concentration disappears. Fear rises, concentration disappears. So we pay attention to that particular state of mind at that time, to understand what happens when certain mental state arises. What happens? When greed arises, do you think you can gain concentration or you can have a very calm, peaceful mental state? No. When greed arises, mind is very agitated, excited. So we can understand that. So that that moment you pay attention to that particular mental state. 
It's interesting, but there's the mind is, the, let's say, jealousy that comes into your mind, but you also have to use the mind to understand what appears. So, mind is the only thing that you have to understand all this. You cannot use something else to understand mm-hmm. what appears. That is true. We use the mind to understand mental state. Jealousy is one mental quality, mental state. We understand this is jealousy. We are not verbalizing. We don't repeat the word jealousy, 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 jealousy. But we understand this is jealousy. As soon as that arises, what happens to our mind? It gets agitated, excited, unsettled, uh, no concentration. So, knowing this, we determine, then we have to start talking to ourselves, why should I be jealous? Why? So and so, jealousy arises because of certain things happen to somebody that you know. so you can uh, talk to yourself and say, I get what I deserve. So and so gets what that person deserves. So why should I be jealous? It does not hurt that person or me. And therefore I must try to be content to accept what I deserve, and this is my share, due share I get, so I will stay with that. That way our mindfulness develops to let go of our jealousy. So the same mind we use to overcome certain mental states which is not beneficial to us or to anybody else. Yeah. When we're trying to overcome these unbeneficial mental states and then you reach sort of a a time where you mentally you feel calm and uh, but then and you think okay I, I I made it but then just like that you hear something or it you're you feel like you, you're right back like you you didn't learn anything you didn't you just all all the the thoughts that you worked so hard to try to understand, they're there again. They're there again. Right. That is why we repeat it. If you experience certain calm, peaceful moment, you should know how did you get it, how did you get there. This is another aspect of mindfulness, which is called memory, sati. Sati means memory. That is why we have to remain mindful all the time to maintain our sati, memory, 
we must remember how did we get to that peaceful state. And that is what we have to repeat. We must remember how we, how we got into that agitated, excited state. We must remember. And remember not to repeat that. So whatever we wholesome things we experience at any moment, we remember that. And remember how I got to that state. It doesn't happen all of a sudden without any awareness and training. If something happened without any training all of a sudden, we don't know. We don't worry about it. But in the practice of meditation, mindfulness, we come to a certain very peaceful state by following certain steps and remember those steps to get back to it. And that is why we keep repeating. That is what's called bhavana. Repeating wholesome things again. And, but all the time we must remember. Musta satisa asampajanasa sati sampajanya Buddha said navakkhami Muttasatisa asampajanasa. Muttasatisa means the person who is forgetful, person who is uncomprehending, asampajanasa. Insight is not possible. One who remembers, one who has comprehension, mindfulness is possible for that person. Mindfulness practice. Okay? That's why seclusion is good. You don't have to deal with it. Huh? That's why seclusion is beneficial because you don't deal with it. Seclusion is beneficial if you go without companion. <laughs> yeah. People can go even to heaven, to the moon, with a companion, and not so close seclusion there. So Buddha called Eka Vihari na Dutya Vihari. Eka Vihari means living alone without a companion. Dutya Vihari means living with the second. Second is whole bunch of defilements. We carry with them in our mind. Okay. I think oh are we so?